When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media. Um, can you just hold on one second because I want to make sure somebody's not barging. Consequence Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome to another edition of Kyle Meredith with. It's the interview series presented by WFPK at WFPK.org, Consequence, and the Consequence Podcast Network. Thanks as always for making your way here and uh, checking out the series. Uh, While you're here, please do hit that subscribe button. I put out three new interviews every single week, so it's a great way to keep up with your favorite artists and discover some new ones at iTunes, Apple Podcasts, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. And that's me, I'm Kyle Meredith. Today, I get to talk with Santi Gold. We're going to be uh, discussing her new record called Spirituals. It's an album that uh, that found a lot of influence in the big events of the past few years. And, uh, and she's going to tell us about how the record... Well, she says was a lifeline for her. Uh, We'll talk about the moments that speak of black women in survival mode and how women are constantly being told they're not of value. Santi's also going to tell us about her upcoming tour, as well as the tea that she created to go along with the multi-sensory experience of the LP. Uh, So let's get into this. We're talking spirituals. It's Kyle Meredith with Santi Gold. Hi. Congratulations on spirituals. And it's, it's really so nice. To have new music again after a, after a few years, yay! Yeah, you, you know, I, I read in the um, the I guess the press sheet or, or or an interview. You know, you'd said it's it's a way back to yourself after being stuck in survival mode. You know, maybe we start there at the top. Like, what put this album in motion? I mean, I was gonna do an album anyway. <laughs> I mean, it was already it was gonna happen, but it just so happened that like I guess I started trying to do it like i was like okay i guess i'll do an album now and then i started you know collecting some bits of songs that i'd started and and i started to think about what i was gonna write and what i was gonna say and it just really i wasn't really there yet right but i was starting to think about it i was starting to think about what songs and stuff like that but then about right then the pandemic hit and lockdown and then all of a sudden I was in the house with my family with nobody coming in to help. And I had just turned two-year-old twins and a six-year-old. 
and nobody else could cook in my house. So I was like cooking all the meals and my two kids diapers and nobody else was deep cleaning. And all of a sudden I was just inhabiting this very small part of who I actually am all the time, you know, and also no sleep. And there was the pandemic and no one knew what it was. It was like this terrifying thing looming over humanity. We were all separate from each other. There was wildfires, climate shit at the same time. And then, you know, black people getting killed every second and protests. It was just like insanity and way too much. And so at that point, when I could like find an hour or two hours somehow, I would just run out to the back house where my recording setup was and just lyrics started pouring out. I figured out a way to record, like my engineer record me from afar in my studio using my equipment, like virtual stuff is mind blowing at this point, right? And so I recorded the whole thing and basically, thank God for, for, for my record and thank God for the, the ability that I have to create when things get really hard. It really was a lifeline for me to make this record. Well, I mean, it, it even opens up the way it opens up. I mean, here you are in a state of numbness, uh, yeah. you know, as, as I hear that, like, that's a hell of a way to get a record started. How does that set it up for what's what was to come? I mean, it, I guess I should also also asking, like, did you strategically put that as the first part as an intro to the rest? My horror? Yeah. No, like, that was a great point that you just made. I didn't think of it. I just, <laughs> I just uh... <laughs> I just thought it sounded good as the intro, <laughs> but yeah, you're right. And then, and then nothing comes shortly after that, right? But nothing was a song where once I started actually singing the vocals, all of a sudden I started crying and I hadn't been able to cry. I hadn't been able to like really emote at all because I was in such survival mode that it was like a way to like crack open this survival exterior that I had just you know, locked around myself to even get through. And so I started to kind of get to the softer stuff as I got into some of these songs or like, or even the, the like ferocious fighter in me or whatever, but I started to just go deeper bit by bit and just let some of that stuff out and also find my way up and out of the circumstances. And basically by creating beauty, just to like be able to move towards that instead of I mean, I guess, you know, as an artist, I'm like a really sensitive being, right? So if we have all this stuff happening all around, and I had to kind of, I had to stay off social media a lot. There was a lot of stuff happening and a lot of it was really informative. And also, you know, to see something, to, you know, on a video, it, it allows you to, to feel something and understand something in a visceral way. Um, which is really powerful, especially when people around the world get to see what what other people are going through. And I mean, that's that's how we often move forward culturally. But at a certain point, you got to protect yourself from it, too, if you, especially if you're a sensitive person, because if you get too weighed down by the heaviness, I mean, you either go numb, you get depressed, you get, you know, you lose your mind. I don't know. Many people do all kinds of things that aren't really great when it gets too hard and too heavy, right? And so for me, I I guess I made a choice at some point that by creating, not only was I able to 
it was cathartic and also I was able to kind of heal myself and help myself. But by creating beauty, it gave me something to do that was positive to put out there for other people to grab onto as well. Which I think even answers, like when I heard Shake, which by the way, just a side note, such a fun song on top of it, <laughs> you know, musically speaking, but you get that line, we got to keep moving. And, and, and I, maybe I'm taking that out of context and how you meant it in that song, but that's, that's, that's the moment I thought of that. Like, I think I had those points myself, you know, over those past couple of years, like you've got to keep moving. Like, was it the art that woke you up? I was awake. <laughs> <laughs> I was definitely awake. Um, it was the art that helped me keep going, you know, that helped me find my way through and kept my hope and my, it helped me, it helped me able to keep going. And also to allow flow, because that's really also what Shake is about in the movement. And it's about flow and allowing things to come and feelings to come um, and to, to welcome all the feelings, but then allow it to flow through you so that you're not just like, floored by this heavy stuff you know you, you allow yourself to experience it to feel it and then you let it pass and you and you then that's how you can keep going and you do what you need to do to take care of yourself in the process well maybe it's speaking on the same line like when you throw a line out there like a no paradise you know there's power in our struggle mm -hmm. i mean does that does that go does that still speak to what you're getting at right there yeah definitely um you know I, I've said before, humans are really resilient creatures. And we, we, as humans, have been through a lot. As a, as a Black woman, you know, we've been through a lot. Like, Black women have been through a lot. And I think, for, for me, I realized, what I really realized during this was um, that a lot of Black women are kind of always in survival mode. A lot of Black people are always in survival mode. Um, and that there's a lot of generational trauma that that feeds into that things that we're carrying from our ancestors that we didn't even know we're carrying and that that's something that actually i started exploring a lot during this this time too and i actually started working on a book proposal um that really goes into exploring that that was actually really fun and and helped me grow a lot even in the the writing of this this proposal because i i did a lot of exploring about my, you know, my great grandmother, my mother, and, and some of the things that they were going through. And then I just saw it in myself and how I'm still perpetuating some of these same struggles and some of the same trauma that they experienced, I'm still carrying and my daughter's even carrying. And um, I do think, yes, there is power in our struggle, of course, um, because we become stronger and more resilient. But at the same time, we do have to figure out which struggles we can let go of so that we can actually be free of some of the stuff that's happened, you know, in the past that we're not in control of too. That's a heavy line right there. The struggles that we can let go of. And we'll be right back right after this. Shout out to uh, Astapro for sponsoring this episode and providing us with free samples. Uh, I, I live in Kentucky in the Midwest and allergies yeah, I suffer. When I say I suffer from allergies, I suffer from allergies. And around here, everyone I know deals with allergies to some degree. And for a long time, I thought it was just something that I would have to live with, which is a real problem um, for anything, but especially when you're a radio host. It affects my voice. It affects my mood. It affects everything. 
And I feel like I've tried every, I've tried all the medicines. Some of them work better than others, but there's, there's never a perfect one out there, especially because some of them take forever to actually work and some of them don't work at all. And then there's Astapro, the fastest solution to nasal allergy symptoms. It's what I use now, and it's definitely changed my life. Astapro is the first-of-its-kind nasal allergy spray. It's the fastest 24-hour over-the-counter allergy spray. It starts working in 30 minutes, while other allergy sprays take hours. Uh, Astapro is the first and only 24-hour steroid-free allergy spray. Astapro delivers full prescription-strength indoor and outdoor allergy relief from nasal congestion, runny and itchy nose, and sneezing. With all the pollen in the air, with all the dust around the the corners of the house, uh, even with uh, the allergies I have from my dog, Astapro has been the nasal spray that has helped me with all of my allergies. And it can help you too. Get fast-acting nasal allergy symptom relief with Astapro. Go to astaproallergy.com for a discount so you can Astapro and go today. A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. That's A-S-T-E-P-R-O allergy.com. Astapro and go. Use as directed for relief of nasal congestion, runny nose, sneezing, and itchy nose due to allergies. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com try. Go to shopify.com try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com try. I've never been this nervous in my life. Greetings from Longtime No See the Podcast. Every week we'll be inviting two blindfolded comedians to answer a series of questions about their careers, lives, and opinions. Now, let's remove those blindfolds and start the show. Hi! <laughs> what would your opening line with your celebrity crush be? Loved you in Harry Potter. <laughs> Worst date you've been on? A man bit my neck mole off once. You did what? A man bit my neck mole off. Oh my god, Jack almost fell off his chair. <laughs> be sure to follow and subscribe to the podcast. We're back. You are listening to Kyle Meredith with Santi Gold. It does make, I mean, everything you're saying, it, like the powerful moments are becoming even more powerful as I'm, I'm listening to you. Like a song like Ain't Ready, as you talked about your own battle song. But even going from nothing, the song Nothing, you know, to, you know, someone telling you you're nothing, but right into the song High Priestess. Like, it's almost like you're taking that back. Like, and I think you talk about the nothing a little bit, but but what is that moment in High Priestess that you're getting at? Because that that almost seems like, you know, like, fuck all of you all. <laughs> of course. <laughs> um, the thing is, it's interesting because I love how you've um, really paid attention to the sequence, almost like it's sequential. But um, and it the interesting thing is you can kind of feel all those things at once, you know, or you go back and forth, even in a moment of feeling 
like, I, I mean, I think I said about nothing. It's like, you know, you're constantly being told that, that you're not of value. And even if you're not being told it, you're just not being seen and, and you're not being acknowledged as, as a valuable being. And that's what it's like being a black person. That's what it's like being a woman and what it's like to grow up as a black person, as a woman under that veil of invisibility. Um, it's a lot. And then to, to go into it a little bit more talking about, you know, having to always prove that you're better just to be able to, to do the same things that everybody else does. You almost have to go above and beyond and the pressure that that puts on you. And it's not really a freedom in that, you know, when you're having to, to be better just so you can be at the table, you know what I'm saying? It's not, it, it's, and then, so, you know, this is, I, I went to an all girl private school, all white, all girls private school. And I went there for the first time, I was six years old and quickly learned all kinds of things. I think they call it code switching now, <laughs> but I call it surviving, you know, how to survive in this environment that was so foreign and um, where I, it wasn't really safe to be different. So I think there is the reality of, of always having that doubt underneath or having that um, fear underneath of it not being safe to just be who you are. Um, but then on the flip side, there's all this power. Like I'm, I'm a person who actually really knows my, my power and my strength and I'm really confident. And, you know, despite moments in my life where I was put in environments where I had to question that, I've also really learned to step into everything that I am and to, to, to make myself seen and to take control and to speak up and use my voice in a really big way. And I've succeeded at that. So I know that I have that power, but still it doesn't mean that there's not this like constant battle, you know, um, because I'm still black in America, you know what I'm saying? So every day, like, you know, there's something happening that's telling me that you are not powerful. You are not powerful. You, your voice does not matter. You, you know, you are invisible. And every day I'm like, I am powerful. I'm so basically high priestess was the other side of that. It was like, not only am I powerful, but I'm like this massive being who, who even sees things. I mean, I believe as an artist, often we see things that everybody doesn't see yet, you know? And, um, and so I was just playing. I mean, it's just really like kind of a brag and boast rhyme, honestly. Um, but I am talking a little bit about an insightfulness and an understanding of myself and the world that I'm willing to step into, where I think a lot of people as artists, well, a lot of artists are willing to step into that, but I think a lot of, you know, the the rest of like, pop art is really is really about commodity and nobody is able to talk about anything or, or really go there because it's not necessarily sellable what i'm saying is you know when i say hey pretty for example right eh, i'm just talking about just all these artists out there and especially women artists who aren't even allowed to be anything other than what they look like you know it's still it's still naked, big naked butts are the top selling acts. <laughs> you know what I mean? It, it still is. It just still is. And 
you know, the less you talk about in your music, the more sellable it is to everyone. And that's where we're at. And so that song touch is like talking about that a little bit. It's just like, okay, well, this is what I'm not. And this is why, you know, I have even more power because I'm not buying into that shit, you know? It does make all these moments so much bigger and powerful because this is a loud record and it's not just an orally loud record. I mean, it's a loud record for, uh, you know, that, that does, I don't garner is not the right word, but it demands, that's the word demands attention. And that was right off the bat when I played it. And then you see the visuals. I see the visual, you know, those vignettes, by the way, are, you know, so interesting to watch how, when does the, when does that part of the process come along for you? Like, is, are you seeing all of that side of things as you're creating the songs? No, I don't even think that hard about them. They just come out of my mouth, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> honestly, there's really no, there's like almost no thought, which is why it's so great. I think creation is, uh, much of it for me is about opening up and letting go. And you just let it come through from a higher source, you know, even if it's from your higher own self, like, or from some bigger thing that's coming through you but it's really about just opening up to it and just letting it come through and that's why it's so freeing because i am such the type of person i'm in my head all the time i've been up since 5 a.m because i can't stop thinking all the time <laughs> so if art for me if making music for me is a moment where i can stop thinking and this comes out then that's the best place for me to be you know because that's what happened well, thank goodness for us, um, because there is, you know, to, to latch on to the record, to latch on to the videos. Um, I, I do want to bring up a few of the other things here. You have the, uh, the Holified Tour coming up. What's, is there a concept that goes along with it? Like, I guess I'm asking further of what I was getting at a minute ago. When, you, when you, there are multiple platforms of art that you're creating, what's going to go into this tour that ties it all together? if anything. I don't know. I always just think of my tours as like a physical expression of what the music is. So it's like an opportunity to bring it into, um, bring it to life in a different way, like with physical presence on stage and costumes and visuals and dancing. Um, it's just a, a way to, and especially with this record, I mean, I specifically said I was going to make it as a multi-sensory experience. So I've created a spiritual's tea and a spiritual's body products and you know, all these short art videos and, you know, I've tried to just touch on every sense. Um, but even before that, I've always used my shows as a, as a way to have people experience the music in a physical way. Um, whether that means like, you know, in the past I've had my dancers come out when, you know, 99 cents was more about everything being a commodity and everything being for sale and you know so the dancers come out and they sit on a and it's about consumption in a, in a sort of funny way i was poking fun at it and the dancers come out and they sit and blow up chairs and they drink slurpees and eat like i don't know cheetos i think <laughs> for like the first 10 minutes of the show they just sit and eat on stage um so it's always a way to just think about performance is a whole nother way of creating. And so I don't know, that's what that's what you can expect, I guess, is just more ways of, of bringing the themes to life. By the way, I, I love tea. I love so many different types of tea. I read about oh the tea. Oh my God, you love tea? I'm uh, so excited about the tea. Tell me about the tea, because so far all I know is that it ties in with spirituals, but like what's... How did you create a tea? Like, what did, what did you give me the tea about the tea? I mean, 
I just, I, I partnered with um, this guy named Brian White. He has the same last name as me, but we're not related. And, um, and Oliver Luckett. And they had, they were working with Yopan, which is, um, it's like a tea that, that, well, it's a, it's a plant, it's a holly plant that, that grows in the Mississippi Delta region and was used by the indigenous people of that area since, you know, the beginning of people here on this, on this, uh, continent. And it kind of got forgotten about or just wiped out as, as tobacco became the marketed thing. And as like the white colonists came and they're like, tobacco is what we're doing and this is what we're selling. But the Yopan has all these amazing healing qualities. It's kind of like green tea is antioxidant, has all these great qualities. Um, and anyway, so I started talking to them and I was like, I want to do a taste element for the record. And Brian's like, tea. And I was like, okay. <laughs> um, and I happen to love tea. So I was like, well, what do you want to make? And so I, I chose for each tea, I chose ingredients that go with the themes, some of the themes of the record. Same with the body products that I've done. Like, for instance, I was talking about generational trauma. So for like one of the body products, we made a spray that has black spruce, which is something that deals with generational trauma and letting go of the past and stuff like that. And so with the teas, all the different, I don't want to tell you exactly what the flavors are yet, but like, um, the first release will be a three, a set of three. And, um, you know, I just chose things that have each tea has a different name and the name has to do with the qualities of the tea and the qualities of tea have to do with some of the themes that I've been, you know, working through on the record. And I try to, I try to do like, it's not like, you know, chamomile (laughs) it's like i try to do really interesting um combinations and and a little bit unusual but not but also palatable you know i can't wait i i I, seriously this is one of the things i'm most excited about right now i want to try to be honest we just finished the last tea last night and it was like a hard the last one was taking so long because we kept trying all these different things i was like it's not good enough it's not good enough and we just finished the last one last night so i'm really excited about it yeah. Well, I'm, I'm literally finishing off this uh, smoky green tea that uh, my wife had picked up this week. I don't even know the name of it, but it's got a really good smoky quality to it. So not that that means anything, but uh, I've got tea in hand as we're talking about this anyway. So I'm good. Well, definitely. I'll get you some. I cannot wait to try it. Uh, Sadi, congrats. And, and again, thank you so much for for what you've done with Spirituals here. Um, it's It's such a good record, and I so appreciate you taking the time to talk about it. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Thank you so much. And my thanks to Santi Gold. Again, the new album is called Spirituals. Thanks to you as well for checking out the episode in the series. Uh, Hit that subscribe button while you're hanging around here. That way you get three brand new interviews sent to you every single week. It's a new one every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at iTunes, Apple Podcast, at Spotify, Podchaser, NPR, WFPK.org, YouTube for the video versions, or anywhere you get your podcasts from. Subscribe to Kyle Meredith with. Then after that, head over to WFPK.org. That's where I do a show Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern. An hour full of song premieres, music news, anniversary spins, bonus interviews, Monday through Friday, 6 p.m. Eastern at WFPK.org. 
Consequence has your music and film news. You can also find me on the uh, social media spots. It's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all three of them. The web address is at Kyle Meredith. I do hope you like and follow along. That does it for another edition. I'm Kyle Meredith. I'll see you next time. Consequence Podcast Network. People still say nice to meet you on emails now. It's easy to hear your favorite artist on WFPK from wherever you are. Listen on your smart speaker, live stream from our website at WFPK.org from Louisville Public Media.